Welcome to the fabulous Mitchell Library here in Glasgow. And Wood starts us off with an almost inaudible bogey, 0.1. Clever response from a court, 0.2. Justin. Skip this along. Mm. It's there. It's a 3.5. Some surprise on the face of Wood. But McCourt, justifiably proud of his last effort. <laughs> All around them, the Dewey Decimal System. And... Two million volumes approximately here at one of Europe's largest reference libraries, built in 1877 by a wealthy tobacco magnate. <laughs> now, oh man, absolutely withered. the serious business in hand. Bogies! That was a brave bogey. It's a 4.2. And the crowd getting to their feet, delighted with the audacity of Wood's tactics there. And it seems McCourt has lost his bottle. Yes, he concedes and hands the match to Wood. What a marvellous... Yeah, that rocks. Um, bogeys back in the day. <clears throat> when I was a kid, Dick and Dom in the bungalow. It's the best TV show of all time. I actually think if it was on now, I would watch it now. Um, but maybe I wouldn't. Who knows? There was D D D I D C I Harry Bat, Detective Inspector Harry Bat. He was the best. Oh, oh my God! Sorry, episode ninety nine, and I'm yawning at the start. And it's only five past seven. Um, sorry. But, uh, yeah, he used to... I didn't even really get the humour of him. So he He's actually... <laughs> the best part is I found him online recently and he's kind of like a serious actor. He's trying to make it. He's been in things like, you know, Coronation Street and stuff. <clears throat> you know, just as like a, a one-episode love interest type thing. And uh, what's cool is I think his character, D.I., DCI, Harry Bat or whatever, he's, um, his humour is kind of adult-based and he's just shoehorned into this kid's TV show and I think it's class. The only thing I remember I used to find funny about him was the fact that he would just crash through the door and hurt himself. <laughs> like, he would fly through the door that was, like, obviously made to break, but because it was made to be broken, he would, he would use too much force fly through it through the other side and like just um you know smash into the wall uh i'll see if i can harry bat door i just want to play the noise of him flying through the door here we go Take over 
the chicken tikka masala on the way back to the station. Let's go run the sting. I've got to the charges. Give me a point. Let you get away. Nobody move. You have pet. Shut it. Do you know what it means? Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's wow. the best one. <laughs> and there's him, too. Absolutely flies through. 50 seconds into the very best of DC Harry Bat. It was uploaded 12 years ago. It's got 78,000 views. I'm 77,000 views of those. He smashes through 50 seconds in, and he hits the wall on the other side. It's absolutely class. Um, just skim my mouth there briefly. Um... He is, yeah, he's just hilarious. Um, it's Monday night. It's uh, 7th of February. As I say, um, episode 99. And I haven't got anything special planned. Why would I? It's not episode 100 yet. And episode 100 might just be what it will be. Um, I'm going to take edibles, whether I'm by myself or with someone else. That's what I'm going to do for episode 100, and we'll just see what what happens. I'll probably end up listening to K-pop again and laughing. Um, Not because it's a joke, but, you know, because it's, well, it's funny to me. Um, Also, what's funny is um, you can really tell when you're kind of going down a bit of a hole, um, I guess, in life when you can see that, you know, uh, well, your Instagram basically tells you that you're going down a down a path, uh, a certain type of path. And this one, uh, my one right now is basically, oh, that's cool. I need to take a little screenshot of that. Uh Yeah, no, sorry, my Instagram now is filled with um, videos of Dua Lipa, um, Ana de Armas, uh, Selena Gomez, um, Brooke Shields, <laughs> and there's this, um, there's this Turkish volleyball player... <laughs> <laughs> who is called like Zara, Zara, something, uh, Z E H R A. If you need to know, um, what's the second name? She's got a good Zara Gunas, um, and like, like she's a she's pretty, very pretty. She also happens to be like, and what's really amazing is like, so you see these pictures and you kind of like. Yeah, pretty unassuming. Like, she she she's like obviously very pretty, whatever, and she has like quite the following. Um, in fact, let's. I I wonder like what her Instagram pictures will look like. Uh, not pictures like the, um, the <sighs> comments. I'm not sure what they look like, but I mean they're mostly sort of um in you know turkish which obviously isn't a surprise but you know is what it is uh anyway so yeah she's she's pretty whatever and then i googled her height because i was like she looks tall 
Like she looks like a tall girl. And your girl's six foot six. <laughs> and I just thought, like, imagine if I was in a relationship with her. She'd just, you know, I'd just be her little boy. And honestly, the idea of it, uh, pretty appealing to me, you know? I get, you know, it's 2022 now. I can, I can, I can play that role if I need to. You know, if the time comes. Um, so if she's listening, Zara Gunas, you know, give me a shout if you fancy a kind of uh, dad bod, sort of uh, average height bloke. Um, six foot in shoes is like what is what I like to say. Because um, it's the only kind of height of mine that I'm pretty sure of. Um, I've actually purposefully never really measured myself because I don't really want to know the truth. So, um, yeah. Um, but we are where we are, I suppose, on that front. Um, in any case, I do know that she is significantly taller than me. Um, and it's just funny because if you look at pictures of her, you kind of think she, she sort of looks like she, she just kind of looks pretty uh, average in terms of her size. And then, like, I think I saw, like, some video of her in the gym, obviously, because it's Instagram, and I'm kind of like, yeah. you. It's weird, isn't it? It's a bit sinister how Instagram kind of, like, it, it will it will assist you on your on your kind of um, perverted quests. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm trying, I'm not necessarily looking to, uh, you know, f- go down those rabbit holes, but then you end up, like, there ends up just being these videos of like just her just sort of walking around the thing like the the base uh, the volleyball pitch thing and and then she, like the cam she might like eventually smile to the camera and that's like the big climax of the the weekend song or something that's playing and you're kind of like what the fuck am i watching and yet these videos will have hundreds of thousands of likes and comments and stuff and you're like i mean this 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 girl's famous i mean i i believe as far as i'm aware she's she's a very talented volleyball artist but i don't know a single person in the whole world that plays volleyball you know um the, you know the greatest volleyball player of all time no neither do i so um so all I'm saying is I wonder if there's another kind of interesting splinter cell community that um loves this this girl because she's just you know she's essentially a giant she she's basically like Wonder Woman in real life I think cuz I believe Wonder Woman is supposed to be tall um and I know Gal Gadot is tall um but like this volleyball girl is like a different level. She would kill Gal Gadot. I imagine if they had like a, they should do a charity boxing match. I don't care about. Well, not even charity. Do make make your money, make your bags. Um, but like, I would watch them fight over Jake Paul. Like I'm not bothered. In fact, I want to see six foot six foot six volleyball girl fight Jake Paul. I think she knocks him out. Um, and then get Gal Gadot 
on the undercard and she can fight KSI or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love that. That'd be great. I'd like them to both knock them out. I'd like KSI to get knocked out by, by Gal Gadot, who, by the way, might be able to do that because she was in like the IDF, wasn't she? <laughs> like She's a trained killer. She's also Wonder Woman. She's got the lasso of truth. You ain't you ain't you ain't uh, rippity rapping your way out of that one, KSI. Tell you that for free. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I, well, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um. Well, I I managed to get kind of ill Wednesday last week, which is interesting. Does it mean I took something home from London? Almost certainly yes. Did I test negative? Yes, I did. So, is it fine? Is it good? Yeah, I guess so. Was it almost certainly Omicron that I, you know, false negative? Negative did? Yeah, probably. I'm absolutely certain it was Omicron. Um, but yeah, Wednesday was pretty ropey. Thursday was pretty ropey. But I, I, I had a little solution to it. And what it was was, I don't know how familiar you are with these things, but I had Alka-Seltzer which is just like a little kind of uh, dissolve, soluble tablet um, that you, you, you fire in water. And it's, yeah, it's fizzy, makes the thing fizzy, but then it's also got aspirin, paracetamol, and um, caffeine in it. I'm just trying to see if I've still got it. Um, I think I have one, one left. I'm not sure I'm, like, I don't really want to have it now, but, like, I think it's always good to just have one on hand. Um, uh, excuse me. I do. Yeah, it's aspirin, paracetamol, and caffeine, which is f it's funny because I thought paracetamol and aspirin were kind of the same thing, or that like I don't know. But anyway, that's what Alka Seltzer is. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's not that nice, but, uh, you can get like a lemon and lime one, which basically tastes like Sprite, which is pretty dangerous because it, to be honest, Alka-Seltzer as a drug, you know, it's just a little buzz uh, to have at your desk when you're working. Pretty good. You know, just saying pretty good. Um, and so I had that and then I also had Barocca. And Barocca, if you don't know, is basically like a vitamin C, I think, predominantly with like other with bits of other ones in there. Quite a lot of other different ones. Like I think it might have a little bit of zinc, magnesium, all kinds of shit. Um, bit of vitamin D, B, A, C, whatever. However many there are, it's got bits of all of it. And it's funny because when you actually look at the values of it, like <clears throat> it says how much is in one and it's like 2,500% of your daily recommended amount of like vitamin C. And I'm pretty sure the way that works is you basically, it means that you're just going to be pissing out 2,400% of the vitamin C that you've just, uh, you know, consumed. Um, but you know, from my experience, it is kind of uh, like it is a useful hit. It's also something that kind of peps me up a bit. 
So anyway, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm feeling pretty rough here. I've got a kind of a false negative Omicron on the go, and I'm just thinking I need to get by. So I put an Alka-Seltzer in, in uh, I got a pint glass of Carling at my desk, which I think is cool. I don't know where I got it. I stole it from someone somewhere. And because that was another thing that I've been trying to do in 2022, um, I want to start getting into the the sort of the ritual of petty thievery. So not stealing anything that anyone would miss and not stealing from kind of, you know, like uh, small businesses or anything like that. But, you know, if I'm in an airport, just grab something. Not from a shop necessarily, but just like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, have I done any of this? No, but I want to maybe get into it a little bit just to feel alive, just to kind of test things in life a bit. Um, so there's that. But uh, anyway, so this this cut, this glass is just another one of those things. Um, like I just found it and I've kept it. And um, so anyway, um, I fill that up it's a pint glass so i fill that up with water i throw in an alka seltzer and a, and a baraka so a big double hit and i did that wednesday and thursday and it and it seemed to really work friday was in a much better place um i mean i kind of i had like a bit of a runny nose friday saturday sunday uh today being monday has kind of been my first um runny nose free day but Friday, but like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, while I had the runny nose, I just felt basically back to normal. I was just kind of, you know, I've sort of just been running off the injury, if you sort of mean, if you know what I mean. Like I kind of been, um, you know, sporting these kind of uh, these slightly under the weather lungs full of mucus, um, and so yeah, less than ideal, especially landing on a Friday, Saturday, but I have to say the, uh, the Alka-Seltzer Barocca duo action little thing really worked to really worked wonders for me. So that was good. Um, and yeah, so, um, yeah, like I say, I feel fine now, roughly I'm ready to, um, I think maybe tomorrow I might get back into a run again. I still haven't really ran properly this year. I've done like one 5K. Every other run I've done is like a 3K thing, only because it takes like 15 minutes and it's like, it's been cold, it's been windy, it's dark. Um, you know, all the hits, all the winter Isle of Man gross weather hits. Um, so like... Truly, I think just getting out there and doing something is enough to kind of like trick your brain into thinking that you're doing something. So that's fine. Um, and yeah, so. So, yeah, I feel fine now. Um, and. Yeah, apparently COVID's not going to exist in a in a few weeks time anyway in in march I'm, I'm told that the isle of man is deciding to sort of sack it off which honestly i'm all right with you know let's crack on i want a real holiday now um 
I want to kind of, it'd be nice to just sort of pretend it doesn't exist now forever. But I get it. It is what it is. Um, separately, um, it has come to my attention over the past week that uh, us podcasters, us Spotify, um, you know, based podcasters, uh, myself and Joe Rogan, kind of, you know, two of the absolute juggernauts of the uh, the platform, we're under uh, we're under real scrutiny. It appears. Um, apparently, podcasters have been uh, spreading vaccine misinformation, um, which is funny, isn't it? Because like. That suggests that people go to podcasts, namely Joe Rogan, for their information, which really is mental. Because he's a guy, you know? He's just a bloke. As am I. Like, you don't come to the podcast for any kind of... For anything. In fact, I would say that the people who listen to the podcast purposefully listen to this podcast because your boy is an absolute freak who is making a fool of himself on a weekly basis. I think that's part of the charm of this thing is that it's the worst podcast in the world. But really, there is no podcast that, like, should be really treated taken seriously certainly not joe rogan i mean the whole reason joe rogan is so popular is because kind of it's just i would imagine um although i'm you know tell me if i'm wrong but i imagine it's mostly just blokes that listen who occasionally like the funny ones like joey diaz and um you know, every once every once in a while there'll be something really interesting, but most of the time you don't even listen. And there's kind of like a bit of a rotation. I reckon there's like hundreds of millions of blokes who listen to it. Um, but yet like one in a hundred choose to listen to that most recent one. So it's kind of like, I don't know, whatever. But this notion that he's like somehow the arbiter of information is really weird to me. Um, and like, I don't know, people removing their music from Spotify kind of sucks. I mean, it sucks for the reasons why, not that they are removing, like, I think maybe people should sack off Spotify because they don't pay people enough for the music that they put out there. And would you believe they pay me nothing for putting this podcast out? I get absolutely zero revenue which might shock you. Um, so Spotify, you know, they haven't they haven't been too kind to me. I mean, if Joe Rogan's worth a hundred million, right? I'm worth like at least maybe like fifty p. You know, I think it probably works out around there. Um, I'd have to think about it, but still. I, I think I'm worth a few pence. If Joe Rogan's worth a hundred million, I'm worth a few pence. So I'm I'm I want my pence. But my point is kind of just like Joe Rogan's silly, you know? Like I think that's I think most people sorta of know that. Like I'm not sure that many people take the idea of it that seriously. Like you can't be 
basing your opinions off those podcasts. And if you are like, so what? That's part of, that's life. People are stupid sometimes, you know? I'm stupid a lot of the time. Like, it's stupid of me to be so snooty about Rogan because I don't listen to every Rogan episode. I'm sure there's a lot of Joe Rogan episodes that are genuinely really enlightening and smart and cool and whatever, and they would potentially change my life. But the reality is I like to listen to the one with the mushroom man who's called, like, Paul Laments or something. You may or may not know that one. That's a good one. It's a guy who basically knows everything there is to know about mushrooms, and he thinks that the mushrooms are making an internet or something. Um, and he has a hat made of mushrooms, and if you set it on fire, it would just immediately burst into flames. And I just thought, well, this guy's cool. And he's just pretty chill. I mean, he takes mushrooms hella seriously. And back in the day when I first listened to that one, I kind of just, like, I wrote down all the mushrooms he said that will, like, you know, change your life and make you cognitively brilliant. Did I find and eat any of the mushrooms? No. Have I still got the post-it note just in case? Yep. Um, and that's kind of... That's life, you know? <clears throat> but, you know, I suppose for every... I hope there's maybe one person who listens to this podcast and takes the things that I say on this seriously. Um, you know, I hope that some people do listen to the podcast and are kind to themselves and are kind to other people off the back of it. Because that was like the one message I hoped to maybe actually put out there. You know? Um, everything else is just really everything that I'm thinking on the face of it. Um, and that's kind of the point, you know, podcasts are just people talking and they're not really filtered. I mean, you can edit them and God knows I have to edit these ones, mostly because of other things that people do. And sometimes I get a text halfway through and I kind of just can't be asked stopping recording. So I have to cut out the five minutes of, uh, you know, dead air because I take that long to respond to texts. Um, the five minutes, by the way, is the quickest turnaround you could ever expect. So please don't text me, really. Um, but yeah. So I just think you can't really hold. I don't think people should hold Joe Rogan accountable for those things because it's like, firstly, I don't know. He's a he's a podcast. I don't think he really even. I don't think there's any. I don't think he's responsible for that. You know, he's not the, he's not the government. Like, I don't know. I do think some of the things he says are silly, though. So whatever, who cares? Just let him, let him crack on. I think a lot of people say a lot of silly things. Most, namely me, by the way. And I just think we should let everyone crack on. Who cares? Um. Anyway, um. It's 27 minutes past. I, I, I'm not even tired. I don't even know if I liked anything that I've said so far here because it's kind of gross. Um, none of this is that deep. That's the main thing. In fact, one thing I got, one thing I really enjoyed last week, um, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but like last week I was kind of, I, I had like a bit of a philosophy about work and it really, it really worked for me last week. It was basically like there was a few things I was trying to do and I, and nothing really worked out. I won't go into any details, but there was there was a discrepancy in some figures. Last year the figure was a billion, 
And this year it's 500 million. And I don't know where that's gone. You know? <laughs> I don't know where that's gone. And I don't know what happened last year. The answer in my mind is, well, last year was wrong by 500 million. Um, but I just couldn't figure it out. And there was, and there is no way of figuring it out because it just doesn't exist anymore. I, in fact, like I tried to work back on stuff. I just tried to figure it out. I, I've tried to, I did a lot of work to try and figure it out. And there's no logical reason as to why there is this difference. So in my mind, I was like, ah, well, it's wrong. But I just couldn't, I couldn't shake it. Uh, it was really niggling at me because I, you know, I actually do try and hold myself accountable. Uh, so where my quality of podcasting is really low, my I try and make my quality of work pretty good. Anyway, um, I had like a realization sort of midway through the week or towards the end of the week. And basically the realization was who gives a shit? No one, no one gives a shit. Like, just do, just do what you can, and do it to the best of your ability. And then, outside of that, who gives a shit? You'll, you'll survive. You'll get by. And, and I don't even mean it in like I don't mean it in a completely apathetic way. I mean it in just like a, you know, kick back, get it done. Blah, excuse me. Just kind of crack on, and go with the flow, and live in that moment who gives a shit you know and it was really freeing it was like a really freeing moment and it kind of just lets me let me just kind of unparalyze myself and just just go with it you know the worst thing that you can do is you can do this thing and then someone might question it someone might say well what's happened here and then you just say i don't know i don't know i can't explain can't explain this this difference tried everything i can i can't explain it you know and that's okay um, and yeah, I was, I was actually having a walk yesterday. I wasn't, I wasn't sure that I was going to say this, but I'm going to say it because who cares? This is my podcast and it, we're not, we're 99 podcasts in and, and I actually used to sort of talk about anything on the podcast and it now, and it sort of evolved a little bit into something worse, um, over the years or yeah nearly two years now so i think i can say years once it's more than one year i suppose it is like years 1.5 is more than one year so anyway um yeah uh yeah so yesterday and it's funny actually isn't it how the podcast has evolved i do think it might be marginally worse now than it was back in the day but i don't know i don't know Maybe I just will talk about whatever I'm thinking about at that moment in time and not worry too much. Anyway, well, so this is what I was thinking yesterday. I um, I like to say I'm a writer. Like, I like to kind of market myself, brand myself as a, as a writer. Because um, I like writing. I really do. And I write a lot. I've probably written over 100 poems in my time. And I've written quite a few stories. Uh this isn't to say any of them are good, by the way. This is just a thing. Um, but I haven't really written sneakily in months. Probably two months, at least. Maybe more. Almost certainly more. Maybe three months. Possibly a quarter. Um, and there's no real like explanation for it, 
I'm struggling, to be honest. Um, kind of struggling to sit down again and really write, which is weird. And part of me, I was, I was sort of contemplating that last night, yesterday, in fact, when I was going for a walk. It was really nice. It was, it was, um, it was kind of a peachy sort of sunset, but it was windy. Um, I took a video of the waves, and the waves were kind of like spraying on the crests of them. It was cool because the wind was like whipping the the crests into the into the sky. Um, and yeah, and I was thinking, well, why why aren't I writing? Like, what is it? Why or why am I struggling to write? And um, I kind of ended up thinking this and it reminds me of a quote from well not a quote because I can't give you the quote but it reminds me of like a uh, a a notion put forward by Haruki Murakami in his book called what I talk about when I talk about running which is one of my probably one of my favorite books and I know that's kind of uh, it is a bit sort of tropey I guess to say that because I think loads of people like him whatever I guess loads of people like him because he's really good one of the things he says is like as a writer and it's ironic because he doesn't talk like he talks about running but it's mostly a metaphor for life um the running that is but um he's talking about kind of like writing in it and uh just his musings on it and one of the things he says is that um you know as a writer you sort of have to kind of be willing to expose yourself to a certain degree of kind of like toxicity I guess like kind of he, he, he characterizes it as like a poison um you have to let it into yourself a little bit um you know to be able to actually um you know to actually kind of tap into maybe these thoughts or feelings that maybe you wouldn't normally do because that you know part of the thing with writing is that it isn't all sunshine and rainbows and uh you know because that's ultimately not that interesting and i think you do need to be able to kind of tap into things that are maybe outside of who you are um and maybe uncomfortable places and and i do resonate with that like or sorry it resonates with me this notion of like that i think there is a certain degree of you know, uh, exposing yourself to kind of an inner or personal toxicity in order to kind of find um, something, you know, profound in you to write about. Um, And honestly, I think I might fear it at the moment. I think I might slightly fear the idea of writing um because it might invite kind of a sadness um or a you know a certain degree of depression that I don't really want to have and I haven't experienced in a while really because I haven't really been writing I've been very present and I've not been uh that introspective because I do find that introspection it, for me kind of ends up resulting in a certain degree of um like sort of self-loathing really um so it's strange it's tricky 
I want to get back into writing because there's a load of writing competitions that are happening soon. But by the same token, I kind of want to do it in a healthy way. Not that it was ever overly unhealthy. I think I'm being a bit dramatic and I might also be making excuses for myself. So let's always just bear that in mind. But we are where we are. Um, but I wanted to share it. I don't care if you like it or not. Um, there was that. But I suppose sometimes you do have to kind of... You do have to expose yourself to stuff in order to kind of get better and grow and whatnot. So let's, yeah... I guess that is a thing. But anyway, this has been a weird ramble. I don't I don't really know what I've done. I think I've slightly aligned myself as an anti-vaxxer. I didn't mean it. Um, but you do you isn't the main thing, you know. Um, listen to Joe Rogan if you want to. But I would always say to listen to this podcast over Joe Rogan. No. We... I'm just doing this by myself on my phone. He has a lot of help. And he's also really rich. So, you know, you need to kind of... I'm the real... I'm like a union worker in comparison to him. I'm just getting by. Um, And it's episode 99. Um, Episode 100 next week. It should be fun. I'm going to try and make it fun. Uh, But yeah. In the meantime, have a lovely week ahead. And... Remember, the only information that I want you to take from this podcast is to be kind to yourself and be kind to other people, you know? And I'll speak to you again soon. Goodbye.